And now let's talk about the US banking crisis. It's not over. On Monday, we told you about First Republic Bank. It's been sold to JP Morgan. And this has triggered new fears. Banking stocks in the US are down. Investors are worried. They fear that more banks are on the brink, that more banks could fail. But what's the basis of this? What is driving these concerns? That's what we'll discuss tonight, starting with the latest. Bank stocks took a beating on Tuesday. These were mostly mid-sized banks. What are mid-sized banks? Those with assets of 15 to $115 billion. It's a big range. These are typically uh, banks that start as hometown banks, catering to a specific town or community. As they grow, they expand to nearby regions, usually by delivering highly personalized services. These are mid-sized banks, and they took a beating yesterday. Topping the list is a Los Angeles-based bank called PacWest. Stocks fell by more than 27%. Then we have a bank called Western Alliance. It lost 15% of its stock value. Third on the list is Key Corp, down by 9%. A bank called Comerica shed 12%. Sinovus Financial Corp lost 7%. These numbers translate into billions of dollars. And this trend is concerning. The question is, what is driving it? On first impressions, this seems to be a reaction to First Republic's takeover. We talked about this on Monday. First Republic has been sold to JP Morgan. It's the third bank to fail in this crisis, also the second largest bank failure in US history. Earlier, 11 banks tried to rescue First Republic. They injected $30 billion to avoid the collapse, but they couldn't save the bank. So the regulator stepped in, and the bank had to be sold. First Republic, too, was a mid-sized lender the kind of banks we talked about earlier. And its collapse has left investors worried. They fear other banks will meet the same fate. The question is, is this an overreaction or a legitimate concern? Now, if you follow stocks, you'd know that they mostly react to sentiment. So it could just be that, a sharp reaction to a bank collapsing. But here's something that we cannot ignore. The vulnerabilities in the US economy, the collapsing banks have exposed them. And they could put pressure on other banks. Now, what are these vulnerabilities? First is commercial real estate. Valuation of commercial property has fallen drastically in the U.S. Prices are down by 20 to 25 percent. For office spaces, the decline is steeper. It's a fall of 30 percent. Now, how does this impact banks? Well, they fund the acquisition of such properties. A large part of their lending is for commercial real estate. The buyers take out loans. They buy property on mortgage and they owe money to banks. Now there are signs of stress. Buyers are not being able to keep up with mortgages. In February, a leading property trust defaulted. Do you know what was the value of their debt? More than $1.7 billion. Last month, there was another high-profile default. It was of $161 million US dollars. So clearly, commercial loans are under pressure. And that's one problem. Here's another. Banks are sitting on a pile of unrealized losses. What are unrealized losses? And how did banks end up with such losses? This is basically about a bank's book of assets. Say you buy something for $100. Then the price of that asset falls to $80. You haven't sold it yet. But if you sell it, you'll incur a loss of $20. That's your unrealized loss. It's a potential loss. It means you're holding a loss-making asset. Whenever you sell it, you'll make a loss. Hence the term unrealized loss. American banks have a lot of these losses. 
going by one estimate, $620 billion, meaning U.S. banks are sitting on a $620 billion pile of unrealized losses. Sounds like a huge sum, but it could be worse. Because some experts say this is a conservative estimate and the actual number could be much higher. And these are the vulnerabilities that worry investors, the fear of more bad debts and the unrealized losses. You see, banking works like a pack of dominoes. If one piece falls, the others will most certainly follow. That's what we call a domino effect. And the U.S. banking sector is staring at this possibility. Let me show you more numbers. Over 2,000 American banks are looking at losses. Their liabilities are bigger than their assets. The value of their loan portfolios has fallen dramatically. And when I say dramatically, I mean something to the tune of $2 trillion. These are the blind spots of the U.S. banking system. Unless the regulators move fast, they will end up with a train crash. And it's not something that the world can afford.